What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all take care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these times, my friends. It's been a hot minute since I've been in front of the mic. Lord, it's been a minute. I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to take a second to be able to get back in sync, to be able to get back into the flow of how to do the podcast, man. But it's good to be back. First of all, I just thank God because, bruh, I got in a bad accident, and yeah, I just thank God. I hydroplaned on the interstate. I thank God there was no car coming. I thank God that uh, there was no truck. There was nothing on the road. It was just me. And um, I walked away with no scratches or anything like that. But yeah, I just thank God for protection, for real. Uh, it was bad. It was pretty bad. The accident was bad, but I'm still working through all the details uh, of just like getting a new car and all that stuff. But I'm so grateful to God for just another day that I'm able to walk under my own power and just live life. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that's why I just decided after the accident happened, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a couple. I'm just going to take some time off of creating, off of content creation for a while, off of social media, all the things. I just decided I'm just going to take some time off. So I'm just going to take some time off. So I took some time off, removed social media from my phone, just stopped watching stuff for a while, stopped reading internet. Just I just needed, needed time to myself, you know, time to reflect, time to think, time to pray. Um, and just get removed from my usual day-to-day activities. And I'll definitely say it was worth it. Uh, it was definitely worth it to take that time away, to reflect, uh, to seek God, and just to, to, to have a little bit of removal or a little bit of distance from um, everything that's going on in the world and just kind of come in and look inward a little bit more than looking externally. But yeah, so now we're back. Uh, beginning of May, I said in my newsletter for anybody who reads the newsletter, and if you don't, go check it out. Uh, it's on Substack. It's kalechiwaba.substack.com. Uh, you can go check it out, subscribe to it. Uh, I release one every Monday and every Wednesday. On Mondays, it's all about the news. And on Wednesday, it is random psychology, money and psychology topics that I cover on there. Um, if this is your first time on this podcast, welcome. Uh, if you got this podcast shared to you by one of your friends, it means they love you because what they're trying to say is like, yo, listen to this podcast about money a little bit. I don't want to talk to you about it, but I think you need this in your life. And so I'm welcoming you on the show. For those of you who don't know this yet, share this podcast with your friends, share it with your loved ones. And if you haven't, please leave a review on iTunes, on um, Spotify, on Google Podcasts on all these different platforms. Please re- re- leave a review. It's how it will help the podcast grow as more people get recommended to it. So please leave a review for this podcast so other people can find it. Or just send a text and be like, hey, I, I heard this podcast. I think it's really cool. I think you should go check it out. But it's been four minutes, almost four minutes, and I've been talking about nothing for that whole time. But anyway, anyway, uh, the topic that we're going to talk about uh, came from an idea that I got from one of the first few videos I watched after not watching YouTube for a while, which honestly, I could go off 
Instagram. I could go off all the other social media. YouTube is literally my default entertainment. So doing without YouTube or doing without podcasts, listening to podcasts is just like, that is hard for me. That was extremely hard for me, but did without YouTube, did without podcasts for a while. And I, it was worth it for sure. It also taught me that I didn't really need this thing as much as I thought that I needed it so badly. Like I need to keep up. I need to know what's going on. I was like, no, you'll be all right. You don't, you don't need it. But anyway, um, one of the first videos that I watched when I came out of my YouTube fast or coming out of not watching YouTube is a video by Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, who is one of my favorite creators. I have been watching this dude since like 2012, 2013, uh, which is college in college. I've been working for for more than a decade now. He makes a lot of tech videos and I just love the way he goes about explaining tech tech subjects and explaining different kind of technologies really really enjoy his content um and just enjoy the way that he talks about technology so recently he made a video but it was kind of a different video from his normal one he made a video about sneakers but it wasn't just any sneakers it was sneakers that he had created or partnered with another group called adam to create his own shoe line his own sneaker line there was something interesting he said in the video it was really interesting and he it kind of hit me in a, in a very interesting way and it got me thinking and he said this now if you get these you have to promise me one thing wear your kicks I, I am such, like, there's this whole culture of, like, you get shoes and then you have to, like, baby them and take really good care of them for proper resale value. No, 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 you gotta actually daily these and, like, wear them out and put them to work. I still get, I still get roasted on Instagram for, like, crouching down in a picture and then the toe box is creased and then all the comments are like, what are you doing? You're ruining your shoes. So, no, wear your kicks, crease your kicks, wear them in all four seasons. I'm gonna be dailying these things. We put a lot of work into the engineering of them to be able to do that. So winter, spring, summer, fall, snow, mud. Uh, you'll be able to see mine on social media getting dirty as I wear them. That one line, wear your kicks. It just kept on, after I watched the video, that line just kept on ringing in my head and ringing in my head. And it was just playing in my head. Wear your kicks, wear your kicks, wear your kicks. And I was like, it's not just in shoes that we see this culture that he was describing in shoe culture where people don't buy shoes to actually wear them. People buy shoes either to display them or to resell them most of the time. Like a lot of people buy shoes either to resell them or display them or something like that. Or even if you will buy the shoes for themselves, like he said in the video, people baby the shoes. People are like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm wearing these kind of shoes. And a question popped in my head when he said that was, who owns who? Who owns who? Or better yet, what owns you? What owns you? You see, I feel like at this point in culture right now, it feels like a lot of us do not own our possessions. Our possessions own us. It feels like we buy things not necessarily to make our life easier in one way or another, not necessarily for the utility of the thing, but we buy it, like I said earlier, because we expect it to go up in value or to signal to other people that this is how well I'm doing as a status signal. Uh, we buy things with the money we don't have to impress people we don't like. And it's that status symbol type of thing. But when he said it, that idea just popped in my head of 
Who owns who or what owns us? What is owning us? And then I thought back to myself and I was like, damn, this is, I remember when a lot of things used to, I used to be so like panicked about like certain things. Like I would buy video game controllers or buy certain shoes and I would be like, no, I can only wear this thing to this place, which is fine. I still have shoes that I don't just daily. I have shoes that I'm not about to wear every single day. At the same time, when I do wear them, I'm wearing them, right? I'm not trying to like avoid stepping on things. I'm not trying to like, because the purpose of the shoe is to protect your feet. But a lot of the time, what I'm noticing is like most people buy shoes and all of a sudden it's like they will walk barefooted rather than wearing the shoe through like sand. And it's like, yo, this doesn't make any sense. Who owns what? Is the shoe owning you? Or are you are you being are you owning the shoe? Is the shoe wearing you? Or are you wearing the shoe? Who is the master in that relationship? Who determines how the shoe is supposed to be worn? But that idea just kept on creeping my head. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with buying shoes that you're like, I mean, for some of us, if you have like all white kicks or something like that, you're like, yo, I don't want these things to get dirty. So I want to take care of them. That's understandable. However, it goes to the extreme end where people like wear shoes, but then freak out when it's like raining outside or anything. Like we panic, like we freak out, like, oh my God, I can't, my shoes, like the way people protect their shoes, it's just ridiculous to me. It's insane to me to see the way we we, we, we we protect some of these things. And it's not just with shoes. I see with people with bags, people with hand purses. When it comes to cars, I heard this story about a guy who bought, I think it was a Corvette. He always wanted a Corvette. And then finally, he had a little bit of money. He finally bought the Corvette. And so he bought the Corvette. He brought it home. He told his entire family, remove your cars from the garage. Y'all can't put anything in this car in the garage anymore. The only thing that lives in the garage is my Corvette. So that brought up a lot of inconveniences for everybody else, but they were like, whatever. So the the car was in the Corvette. And then every time he would drive it anywhere, anytime he would drive the Corvette anywhere, he would park it far away from everybody else. If you know how Walmart has like a massive parking lot, he will park it in the furthest distance from everybody else because he was like, I don't, I don't trust people. People are just going to hit my car. And that's understandable, you know, plus he was getting his steps in. So it's, it worked out. But the one part of it that just kind of blew my mind when I was listening to the story was he could not go to sleep because he would be waking up in the middle of the night to go check if his Corvette was still in the garage. Because he was like, somebody might spill my Corvette. And so he couldn't sleep. He would panic. He would wake up in the middle of the night. Go check. Like, is my Corvette still there? Okay, it's still there. So now he's losing sleep. His life is inconvenient. Everything about the Corvette is inconvenience in his life. Inconvenience in his family's life. So the question for everybody in that situation is, was the Corvette a blessing or a curse? Was it a blessing or a curse? Who owns who? Does he own the Corvette or does does the Corvette own him? Eventually, he got to the point where he was just like, I can't do this anymore. This is not good for my mental state. And so he sold the Corvette because it was not good for him. He had to let it go. 
And I think for a lot of us, we have certain possessions in our lives that we've uplifted to such a level. Whether it's shoes, clothes, video games, trinkets that we just have. I mean, for me, <laughs> I collect these uh, Funko Pops of Star Wars and Marvel and all this stuff. I don't expect it to be worth anything, but I just like them. But at, what, at some point, if I'm so protective of these things, where if a child comes to my house, for example, and they want to play with the toy, which it is, that's what it is. It is a toy, even though we see it as a collectible. It's a toy. If a child wants to play with a toy, am I going to be like, oh, my God, how dare you touch this thing? Or am I going to be like, whatever, it's a toy. <laughs> you know? And I think the problem here is what owns us or who owns us or who owns who? We have to be careful of the things that we allow enter into our lives and then we allow to own us. Be very careful of the things that you buy, the things that you possess and you feel that you now feel like, oh my gosh, now I got to like baby this thing because I finally was able to buy it. You wanted it, you bought it, okay, enjoy it. However, be careful not to allow it possess you. I listened to a story of a lady who talked about she bought this super expensive Bir Birkin bag, I think it is, the Birkin bag, super expensive, and she went to a ball game. And when she went to the basket, uh, the football game, she got to the gate and they said, sorry, you can't bring your purse in here. So now she's scrambling at the gate of like, oh man, I'm going to miss most of the game if I have to go back to the car, drop this thing off, and then come back into the stadium. It's going to take forever. And so, but that's what she had to do. But as she was walking, she was seeing other ladies who were in the same predicament. But the difference was those ladies just took their wallet out of their bag, took their lip, lip gloss or whatever out of their bag, and they gave some of it to their husbands to stick in their pocket, and they threw the purse away and just went into the game because they bought like a cheap Target purse. So all of a sudden, the barking bad was determining how she lived her life, how she lived her life, how she was able to live day to day. It was no longer like, oh, I just have this purse. It was, I have this purse. And she also said like, all of a sudden it was like, I couldn't just wear the regular clothes that I had. Now my mindset was like, okay, I have this Birkin bag. Like if I'm going to go out, I gotta, I gotta look nice. You know, like this is going to bring attention. So I gotta look nice. So my shoes, my clothes, makeup, Hair, all the things, you know? It's the Diderot principle. You buy one nice thing, all of a sudden it's a spiraling loop. I'm not saying do not buy nice things or luxury goods. I'm just saying be careful of the things you buy because all of a sudden your possessions begin to possess you. So I leave you with this question. Who owns you? Who owns you? Trust me, it's a lot harder to go back economically than it is to go forward. It's harder to remove these things from your life than it is to add them. So be very mindful of the things you are adding into your life and ask yourself the question, who owns who? Ask yourself that question. Never ever buy things for your things to begin to own you. Don't be a prisoner of your possession. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. 
I know this one's kind of all over the place, but please forgive me. I am still trying to get on my ones and twos when it comes to this podcast, but I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. But if you did share this podcast with one person that you love, one person you, you hate, one person you're just kind of like eh, about, and by that time, you would have shared it with every single person that you know. Boys, it's been your boy Kalechi. I hope you love this. Hit that like button if you enjoyed it. If you're watching this on the YouTubes, I'm going to catch you up in the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out.